Can't fuck this. Can't fuck this. Can't fuck this. My, my, my name's Riley, and I can't get laid. All the pretty girls think that I'm gay. 600 pounds, and I barely get paid. But when I do, I spend it on game. No one ever listened to my shitty podcast. Cuba's kingdom, yeah, sure won't last. Demi Gloom is a bad bitch you don't fuck with. Yo, can't fuck this. My co-host Mo Diggity. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Well, hello, hello, and joining us for the first time in a little while is the same guest that's been on every time we've had a guest, Demi Gloom. The only guest you've managed to pull. Demi Gloom, please refer to me with she/her pronouns. I have a deep voice because I was cursed with a male body. I don't have a second X chromosome. <laughs> do I have a second X? I don't remember which. I don't remember which one has the two X chromosomes. I think every every time you introduce yourself, you have a longer rant about calling you she/her. You yeah, add yeah. more detail to it progressively. Well, because when people hear my voice, you know, we live we live in a society where our brains are conditioned to think male, female, red, blue, deep, high. You know what I mean? Like we just have this binary understanding of gender and it's very uh, um, problematic. But at the same time, it's like I can't expect everybody to just fucking read my mind. You know what I mean? Like and just, you know, what I mean, never assume anybody's gender because that's just how our brains are wired. So essentially, I think it's OK to assume gender. but and and I, I reasonably I reasonably expect people to assume that I'm male, so I I clarify the fact that I'm female every time I introduce myself. So when people hear me, they know that I'm female, and they keep that in mind when they hear me speak and get familiar with this character. Yeah, I understand that that part at is least, fine. I understand you state your pronouns at the beginning, but I feel like you add like more detail to it every time. Like you add a new you add a new sentence to the spiel every time it happens. At least you didn't say you're uh, introduce your pronouns as her or she, because then I'd think you're just a big old bar of chocolate. Uh-huh. I'm hanging up. Oh, dude. Calls over. Deliverers uh-huh. want to turn Hershey into they them. <laughs> <laughs> or them they. I like the I, I I like the the joke that I seen earlier it was a Ukraine meme where it was a pink pr- uh, pride flag. Uh, 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 endorsed freaking tanks, and they were called thanks. I, I, I like. Oh that. my god, that's hilarious, folks! Yeah, vote on the straw funny. poll in the description. I'm putting a straw poll in the description. Do you think <laughs> there will ever again be an episode of Kira's Kingdom where the word Ukraine is not said? Vote in the straw poll now. All right, okay. So, like, to be completely fair, it's only recently that we started talking about the Ukraine. And the Russians. It's only recent that the Ukraine thing happened. I'm just saying that it's going to yeah. continue to persist. Well, you seems. know, like you, you like dragging this out and not getting to death note already. But, you know, like it, it's it's kind of on you now. <laughs> oh, please stop trying to shift the blame and mo diggity. Okay, you fucking fuck you. Okay, biatch. <laughs> Listen up. 
We're going to talk about episode 13 of Death Note today, Confession, or Confessions. The, the wiki and IMDB seem to be confused. This is the only time I've seen them being different. I don't know if it's Confessions or Confession, but it's one I'm of those I'm pretty sure two. it's Confessions. Okay. Um, but yeah, it aired on January 9th, 2007 in Japan. The episode director is Mitsuhira Yoneda. And hey, that was on my birthday. I was 27. Hey. I don't think I was homeless then. No, I was crashing. I was definitely crashing on a dude's couch. Uh, back said, did then. you say but you were 27? No, no uh, uh, I had my I, I, I was living. I actually had my own apartment with like uh, uh, three other dudes who are good friends of mine. So it, it was kind of stable for a while. It's before things got weird. It's this really funny that you just said you were 27 in 2007. Me and Demi were both toddlers. <laughs> yeah, 2007, 2007, 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was, I was about to turn five, which means Demi was about to turn like three. You know, you making me feel old makes me feel old, you know? And I don't like feeling old. So, you know, maybe keep your ageism to yourself, huh? Hashtag be tolerant. It's just funny because it doesn't even feel like that much of a distance now. Like the the nineteen and forty two doesn't even register as that different. But then I think about in like that example in two thousand seven, you were twenty seven and I was five. <laughs> yeah, in a few a few more years, I can start lying about like what concerts I've been to to younger generations, and they're like. <laughs> What the hell do you mean you fucking chilled out with fucking Radiohead and fucking uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico on uh, 2005? He was like, yeah, man, fucking hooked him up with his wife. That's how they met. It's because of me. You know, just start fucking lying like fucking crazy. Just lie about uh, my, all my stories. My mother uh, claimed she hooked a famous boxer up with his wife. Uh, some, cool. Some like Boston boxer who who's like blind now i think he had a movie made about about him where he was played by mark Wahlberg. but my mother claims that she set the actual guy up with his wife cool cool i think i met a bastard child of mike ness who's the lead singer for one of my favorite bands of all time social distortion it was in an anime shop right and I only found this out because he was wearing a Social D t-shirt. And I went over there. Uh, I just uh, said in passing, hey, cool shirt, man. And I was walking off. And then the mom was like, oh, yeah, I love this band. I used to go chill out with them all the time. I was kind of a Mike Ness groupie and all that stuff. And I just looked at him for a And I asked her, oh, OK, cool, cool. I was like, yeah, this is his like blank birthday. And it was like, oh, okay, when would you uh, go hang out with them? Oh, about, uh, like, right around, like, uh, about nine months before he was fucking born, right? Like, so it's like, oh, shit. So, like, a fucking famous musician's bastard is running around Houston, Texas. That was, uh, that was very fun for me to find out. One of those little hidden life gems. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so to get into Death Note now, uh, how long? How long are we into this? Seven minutes. Okay, that's not as bad as usual. Um, so, uh, we start off. Uh, with... I can make it longer if you like. I got no, a few things up. I can rant about. <laughs> Save it for after we're done. Okay. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, the episode starts off with uh, Chief Yagami talking to Light on the phone, uh, letting him know that they've received uh, another message and a journal from the second Kira. Uh, and then... Uh, Ki- or was it on the phone? Wait, no, this? Riley. Riley, we have something we have to do first. No, we do that after <laughs> Demi Gloom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just eager. I'm just eager to. I know, but that. we got to talk about the actual episode first. And then I'm just we'll... going to be thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> we'll do it after the episode, but before the three questions. So everybody who wants to hear the three questions has to listen to that part. <laughs> I don't think anyone gives a fuck about the three questions, Riley. I think they all do. I don't think anybody even knows what the three questions are because they turn it off bit when we start talking about bullshit. We do that after the three questions usually, though, but this time... This oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should just do the three questions and then talk about bullshit. That way we but don't no, have no, to no, make no. people this, this is this, is, this tentatively has to do with death. No. All right, all right, all right. I guess I'm outvoted. Okay. <laughs> Don't make fun of my laugh, you fuck. <laughs> you, you have a good laugh. It's good to have, like, a very eccentric laugh for a podcast. It's true. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I believe this is first set on the phone, and then Light goes to Task Force headquarters, um, and they discuss uh, the journal. Uh, there's a couple entries that suggest a couple of locations on certain dates uh, where the second Kira might try to get in contact with the first. Um, such as a baseball stadium where there's a big game being planned, um, and also a couple other cities in Japan uh, that are, you know, popular that people hang out in. Uh, So they sort of, you know, split up the task force a little bit to try to uh, catch the second Kira. Uh, They cancel the baseball game in question, and they set up checkpoints near it. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Light and Matsuda are going to go investigate in those, uh, you know, popular cities because they're both, you know, young guys who won't look out of place. Um, so that's where we're left there. Um, and L contacts Matsuda privately after the meeting and tells him to keep a close watch on light uh, while they're investigating. Uh, so that's, that's sort of LL's got his own agenda here, trying to trying to investigate light more. Uh, which he, his suspicions seem to grow in this episode later on too. So it looks like lights getting getting snuck up on here. Uh, but uh, so uh, light, you know, kind of sits on uh, the notes for a while, trying to figure out uh, what the second Kira's end game is because uh, they would have to be, you know, fucking stupid <laughs> to just straight up say where and when they're gonna try and meet them. Um, so light does eventually realize that there's a code in the notes. Um, where there's like two separate locations with the words note and blue in them, and it's code for this nightclub called Note Blue. Uh, so that that's where Light assumes the second Kira is going to be. Uh, so he wants to try to avoid getting seen uh, by the second Kira. He, he has a conversation with Ryuk uh, where he asks if uh, Shinigami would talk to him if they saw him. And Ryuk doesn't really have a straight answer. He figures they won't, but it's like, you know, it depends. Uh, so, uh, we end up um, in this... Fuck. <laughs> the train was going for so long, but it, it went off the rails for a second. Choo-choo! Gotta, gotta snap back in. All right. 
This is going to be a short synopsis. I don't really know how to drag out this episode. It's, there's not a lot of events, but uh. Yeah, th- that's. I, I guess that's the oh, like a. Uh, I, I got the feel that this uh, episode was kind of quick. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I was into it. I was into all the stuff, but it was like, it unlike the other episodes, it feels like this one went by like super quick. The quick. It was good, that. but it went by like a blink. Like me and Demi yeah. watched this episode together, and we paused it multiple times for varying reasons, and it still felt like it went by in an instant. Oh, it's when you two were making out. You had to have yeah. Like, that's pause. that's illegal, Mo. You can't say that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ! Yeah, <laughs> God, God damn it. Well, ah, Jesus, when are you turning 18 so I can make fucking, like, you know, like, uh, uh, funny, funny jokes again? So you're grooming me now. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, shit. I'm literally just trying to push you to uh, to hurry up and become 18 so I can Demi, I think your mic is, like... uh, Yeah, literally grooming. Demi, did you drop your mic into a fish tank? Something's going on over there. Wait, I saw my shit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you sound like you're in a freaking. Do you hear, like pounding right now? Do you feel like pounding? I can barely hear you, dude. It's bad. Okay, hold on. How's this? Still Terrible. bad. Hold on. What about this? Still Terrible. bad. Come on, okay. Just give me a minute. I'm sorry. What's wrong with your mic? I don't know. Can you hear me right now? The barely. It's still okay, shit. Okay. What about now? Still shit. Fuck. Dude. What the Hold fuck on. happened to my microphone? Now now we can at least hear you clearly, but the quality is shit. <laughs> hey, now? Still shit? Still shit. <laughs> It's still shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It's still shit. This is accept- do, do, This is an do, acceptable do. level of shit, though. Like, if you can't fix it, the podcast can still go on. We can actually hear no. you at least. This is not acceptable. And now Holy we can't. Shit. And now you're fading away again. <laughs> okay, what about now? Is this the worse? Worse. <laughs> what the fuck did you do? Oh. You sounded fine like five minutes okay, ago. What about now? What about now? Worse. Shit. Uh, so anyway, uh, we cut to Light and Matsuda, uh, who are with a big crowd of people, uh, presumably from Light's school. Um, and Light tells them to show show Matsuda a good time, and he makes a joke about Matsuda wanting a girlfriend. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was a good little scene. Uh, this was also the scene where me and Demi Gloom realized that uh, Matsuda is voiced by the guy who voiced Kai and Ninjago. And we yes, <laughs> yes, we were. Let me. Can I tell the story? Yes. Well, I, I don't know if it's much of a story, but like me and Riley were watching this episode, and I, I just can't stand fucking uh, what it's Matsuda, 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 Matsuda. Yes, Matsuda. Okay, so I couldn't stand Matsuda's voice. I was like, God, what the fuck is wrong with this voice? Like, why do I hate this so much? It's like, it just doesn't match him. And I go to Google the voice actor, and he's fucking Kai from Ninjago. From Lego Ninjago. Mo doesn't know about Ninjago, because Mo is a fucking boomer. But boomer, like, yeah. Motherfucker, I know about Ninjago, just not much, okay? 
You know, like, you know he knows the that Ninjago is a thing that exists. He knows all those kids are talking about them Ninjagos nowadays, and no, he doesn't know what. It yeah, is. nowadays. No, I, I have nie- I have nieces and nephews. I've seen like you know, like out of you know like a uh, uh, cartoons where I have clearly aged out of. Like you know, I didn't want to see Happy Feet one and two, and what? the. Uh, I didn't want to see any this of that. This is how at old all. Mo is. Happy Feet is like a new cartoon. <laughs> like it's like out of his out of his age. Uh, motherfucker, I watched them when they were like released, okay? Happy Feet. Crap. Funny enough, Happy Feet is the first movie my mom ever took me to in theaters. I was like three or four years old, and I was just an absolute oh, fucking, fucking Christ. I was, an, I was an absolute fucking nightmare. Like I was crawling around under the seats. I was fucking making <laughs> noise. I was just a terrible child. See, Riley. It sounds like see, you. Riley, you are the reason why children should never be a, be allowed to even be near a thousand feet near a fucking theater. I I was actually a really good theater kid after that one that one time. Like I I'm sure I guess my mom beat it out of me presumably, but uh, that one time I was a real shit. But I don't remember any other stories where I was really bad at a theater. Yeah, I can't, I just can't look at Matsuda and not think of Kai from Ninjago. Kai from like, Ninjago. It's just like such a different role. There's like no, there's just no way to, for me to like separate it. It would be like, it's like Brian Cranston. Like when I watch Breaking Bad, like it's just the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. How? Like that's all I can see. I can't see this like epic fucking meth lord. It took Some me a long t- time to get used to that. Sometimes I have the same problem, you know. It was like, how? Like, go fucking rollerblading or speed walking. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Have you have you watched Malcolm in the Middle? I have not watched Malcolm in the Middle. What? I, I know. Christ. I know. I, I, I saw like episodes as a kid, but I remember nothing about it. All right. We'll talk about that after this. You you have to watch Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, the Mal- we will, we will it's time for the Malcolm you... in the Middle initiation podcast. Yeah, we will we will yell at you afterwards. Okay. Until then, more I, I know there's like an hour long hour long Monkey and Biggs video I've never seen about Malcolm in the Middle. So maybe I have to watch Malcolm in the Middle just so I can watch that video and understand it. Now that's how motivation works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, All right. But, back to the episode. Back back to Death Note. Uh, so, uh, this whole big crowd, uh, goes with Light and Matsuda to this little city in Japan. Uh, Light's plan here is that he's hoping that even if, uh, second Kira's Shinigami happens to see Ryuk, he won't know who within the crowd that Ryuk is following. But the only problem is a little scene I forgot to mention because it's not listed in the wiki, is, uh, uh, Misa, uh, was talking to Rem in her room. Uh, and uh, Rem informed her that uh, people with Shinigami eyes... Uh, well, Misa asked why she can't see her own lifespan, um, and Rem explains that uh, people with Death Notes uh, aren't able to see their own lifespan, and they're also not able to see the lifespan of people with Death Notes that aren't them. So that's a little plot twist that Light is not aware of, so... Immediately I, when, do, when like, do you mind if I? Uh, sorry oh, to interrupt. Uh, do you mind if I say something real quick? Um, sure. It seems that uh, Misa is sort of the character 
that the writers sort of use to like give like exposition and dialogue. Shinigami lore. Shinigami like, exposition. Hey, why can't I do this again? I know you told me, but for the sake of me, pretend like I'm a fucking <laughs> For the idiot. sake of the audience. <laughs> yeah, but for the sake of me, not the audience, because, you know, you don't want to break the fourth wall, you know, while you're doing anime. Or unless that's the type of anime it is, but yada yada. Yeah, it, it seems like it's always a sort of like a every other scene with her is sort of like an exposition dump or a factoid dump. You know what I mean? And I, they I also I kinda, they I also find like that a little in, enduring. Also in the scene, they zoom into her tits for like five seconds. I did not see that. <laughs> and then in the next Misa room scene, they zoom into her ass for five seconds. So they're really. I did they, see that. I did <laughs> notice that they're like, oh yeah, you're. You're showing thighs and booty and legs. Like, obviously, this is, like, low-key fan service. Not very they're, gratuitous they're, or anything very tastefully they're done. They're trying to thirst trap you, Mo. They're, they're trying to t take your heart away from your dead wife. No, no, no. Still, like, I, I, I'm still, like, uh, hardcore, you know, head over heels for detective waifu. I, I, I really anyway, thought Misa would shake. I guess Demi was right, because I did ask her. If I if she thought that Misa was going to take your heart, and she said no, so and I guess, I guess yeah. you're right, Demi. <laughs> well, I, I I'm to be honest, like if I can bear my soul to you two for like uh, you know like a second here, I'm the 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 blonde airhead hot ditz is like a real turnoff for me. I I, I don't really enjoy that because like I don't want to have to fucking have a relationship where I'm having to explain everything then i become an asshole then she's like she hit you know it's a whole bunch of bullshit that i don't want to deal with so i have i have to have someone with the brain so i can at least fucking talk to them and detective waifu you know she you know she she uh you know did the job for me and i enjoy that so misa's not doing it for me right now I suppose that's fair, although I can't now, understand how Misa wouldn't do it for anybody, because she is the perfect waifu, literally the best. I guess. I, I mean, you know, like, you want, like, a psycho fucking girlfriend that want, that's, like, obsessed with serial killers and shit, and who has a fucking Shinigami, and, you know, if you piss her off, for any reason whatsoever, there's a small chance, depending on the infraction... And the infractions can be like, you know, no big deal if, like, say you shattered her heart and fucked your sister or something or her best friend or something. It could be like no big deal versus, oh, I got you the wrong coffee. That's it, motherfucker. Heart attack city. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and then, you know, like it's it's a fucking toss up. So that that also, you know, that that doesn't really give you know, that just gives me a fear and not the fear boner. You know what I mean? The figuratively fear I, I definitely get a fear boner, uh, I think. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, Gross. so. I'm talking about we... your cock. Fuck, man. <laughs> hey. Disgusting. Fuck you. Uh, Disgusting. Listen. All right. So anyway. <laughs> so... Degenerates like you belong on a cross. <laughs> so because we look. Because of the Sorry, I played a lot of I, I played a lot of New Vegas. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Because of the lore we learn about the Shinigami eyes, even though Light had this big plan where he was going to have this big crowd so that Ryuk, uh, nobody would know who Ryuk was attached to. That is good all fucking worthless. plan, too. Really good plan. Like Really that's good plan. Th that's actually thinking outside of the box. I, I wouldn't. I didn't think of that. I thought that there were going to be something else. But like him blending in with the fucking crowd. Not bad. Not bad.
Yep, uh, but unfortunately that all goes out the window because Mises got the eyes and can immediately pick light out of the crowd. And then they make another joke that nobody understands unless they understand Japanese kanji. Because uh, Misa thinks his name is Moon Yagami, which we actually, in the Detective Waifu episode, we established that Light's name is written with the character for Moon in kanji. So they bring that up again here. Um, so, yeah, hmm. Misa. If, Misa. I, if I may, uh, uh, we did sort of skip a scene here because I want to go ahead and sort of go back right before the uh, introduction to the crowd scene and this good, good uh, this uh, good plan by Light. Okay. Uh, he freaked out, uh, you know, while he was in the uh, the command center with all the uh, with all the cops and freaking L because they got the other tape uh, from because they uh, uh, got the tape. That's how they figured out that they were going to cancel the uh, the the ball game and all that stuff. And that's why they were uh, being assigned to go to that one. Oh, spot shit. And yada, yada. But in the middle of it. You find something else out. You find out that the cops want to go ahead and record a uh, a message for the uh, imposter Kira, and it turns out that uh, they're offering her uh, them because at this point, like they, they don't they, they keep referring to him as him, but because by doing that and not being gender neutral, they're only looking for a guy, so they don't know it's a chick. But th that's uh, that was something I sort of picked up. But anyway, yada yada yada. Uh, they offer them a deal, and it turns out that if she goes and checks out the fucking cops and takes the deal, he, she can fucking squeal on him, and then it's fucking game over. But there is no real deal, though. Like, they don't say they're not going to arrest her. They're just like, hey, morally, you should call out Kira. Okay, well, I, I do stand corrected on that bit specifically. Which... We didn't forget to mention this scene because this is after the crowd scene because it's after Misa sends them a message that says she knows who Kira is now. And that's why they send her this message. So actually oh, I have the order fuck. right, you silly boy. Well, what fucking scene am I thinking? I thought that was a scene before the fucking crowd. Well, there's scene. a scene in the task force where they're looking at the new tape and they're looking at the notebook. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. My, my, my bad. I, I fucked that up. Sorry. There was like two sort of similar scenes. There's like there's a good little bit that actually uh, happens in the command center. My fault. I got the scenes yeah. mixed up. Uh, but hey, we got the sequence of events going right then. we After the crowd scene, we go there and that happens. Um, and when Misa sees this message, uh, she thinks that it's going to make, you know, Kira nervous. Uh, so she decides she wants to just go there and see him right now. And she has already looked up his information. <laughs> she doxed Kira. Doxed the shit out of him, like, <laughs> fucking quick. This bitch is fucking crazy. You know, like, fucking looked up everything. Like, dude, if, if Light has, like, a secret fucking cat, or fucking gerbil or something. That shit's getting boiled and stuffed in a fucking mailbox, man. Like, I think she's that kind of crazy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so she doxes everything about him, finds out his name is not Moon, it's Light, and he find she finds his address and shit. Uh, so once she receives this message, she just wants to go meet him and go make sure that he knows that she is loyal. So she goes ahead and jaunts down to the Yagami residence uh, where Light is home uh, with his mother and with Sayu, who he mentions to them earlier in the episode that he has a girlfriend, uh, which, you know, Sayu teases him about. 
That's lies from little, the womb. It's a fun little <laughs> scene. Um, and lies then, from the bastard. <laughs> I have a, a, a girlfriend. I'm not working on a police case with dad secretly. <laughs> is that is that kept secret from them? Yeah, uh, remember. Oh, I guess that uh, it because that was his, his excuse yeah. is that he has a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, he was sworn to secrecy that he can't tell anyone, not his friends, family, anything. Okay, I see. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's a knock on the door, um, and they think it might be, you know, Chief Yagami. So Sayu runs up, she opens the door, she starts yelling, Welcome home, and she sees that there is a strange blonde woman she has never met on her stoop rather than her father. So, and then uh, Misa claims that she's from light school and that he left a notebook uh, there that he, she needs to return. Uh, so Sayu goes and gets light. Uh, and when she mentions a notebook, light's like, could it be? And of course it is in fact, the second Kira uh, light closes the door. They have their first encounter uh, Misa introduces herself and shows Light her death note and lets him touch it so that he can see her Shinigami. Uh, so Light has it confirmed that this young lady is the second Kira. Uh, he invites her inside and has his mom make them tea. And then <laughs> when Sayu sort of questions like who this is, uh, Light says, I already told you about her. So uses the girlfriend cover to explain why she's in, he's inviting Misa inside, which uh, was some quick thinking on Light's part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Light and Misa go into their room, and Light just starts fucking going off. He just starts grilling her. <laughs> like grills her to the po- grills her to the point of freaking tears. Yeah, he he's just like. You've been careless. What if the police had caught you? And she's just, <laughs> and she's like, yeah. but they did it though. <laughs> yeah, he he does everything but call her a fucking moron right to her face. Yeah, he just like brings up every little hole that could possibly be in her plan. It's like, what about the fingerprints on the tapes? And she's like, ain't my fingerprints? <laughs> it's a so sucker a, friend of mine. So some of the like, I feel bad that I may do this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you wait, are you saying that it's unjustified of him to like freak out like that? No, I just thought it was funny. Oh yeah, it, I mean it was funny, but it made a lot of sense. It's like this bitch literally found his fucking like all he found out that he was she found out that he was Kira. Like is she I think she's the only human being so far who he didn't kill that knows that, right? Yes, I believe that is true. Yeah. So like it would be natural of him to freak out. There'll be like someone coming up to me and being like, I know you are Demi Gloom from Twitter.com and I'm here to help you. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'll be like, holy shit. You connected the dots? How did you find me? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it's reasonable to be paranoid about that. What would be the code word that he that she would tell your mom? Like Misa said, notebook. What would be the code word for for the Demi Gloom? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, they could just do the same thing. Say there's a notebook or there's a gloomy dem. <laughs> <laughs> you get points for like originality. He was like, Wait. okay. Instead of like you know, my name is Hank Hank we- uh, uh, Frank West, and it's now Hank East. 
That's the Dead Rising reference for those listening. <clears throat> um, did so she said that she, with the uh, Shinigami eyes, she couldn't see his lifespan, and that's how she knew it was him, right? Yes. She could see his name, though, right? Yeah, that's how she, she knew his he name, was but light, not his light Yagami. Okay. Yeah. Well, she thought he was Moon Yagami. <laughs> she had to clear that up. Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, so she says another friend put together the tapes, um, and then she just like light continues to grill her, and she starts crying as Mo said, um, and we learn we learn Misa's uh, little tragic backstory. Well, her other tragic backstory. She's already had one. Here's another one. Uh, so. Uh, apparently, one year ago, exactly to the day, this is the anniversary of this happening that she's meeting <laughs> light. Apparently, um, her parents uh, were killed by a guy, and the guy was like being tried, but it started to like sort of spread a narrative that he was falsely accused, and then Kira fucking got his ass. So now, Misa has dedicated her entire life to Kira. And she wants to be his girlfriend and be his tool to kill L and <laughs> use for nefarious Kira purposes. So now you guys finally <laughs> understand how I got a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. Are, are, are you killing like random criminals with your uh, note of death? Uh, Let's the just law say Jeffrey Epstein say no. didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say Jeffrey Epstein, John McAfee. Um, Kurt oh, not Cobain. You killed no! I, killed, I killed Kurt Cobain. No, <laughs> no why? You, you, you were like negative years happened. old. Yeah, how did you kill them? And I also killed Kenny. You bastard. You bastard. <laughs> oh. um, what, do you, Demi, what did you think about like the whole... What? Demi the Thriller Killer Gloom. Yes. Uh, what did you guys think about the whole like backstory, like her parents were killed and Kira killed the guy who killed her parents, and now she wants to like dedicate her life to Kira. I personally think that's like a badass storyline, even though I think it's kind of fucking stupid of Light to trust her at any capacity, given how seemingly reckless she is and like she's very unintelligent. I feel like it's not a good idea for him to keep her around, but it, but I do think I, I do still think it's a badass storyline for like the second Kira to be like this simp who, you know. Well, if you if uh if you look at the the ending uh like the ending scene with the hug and all that uh it, it does make sense uh why she would uh be like that so that's it's it's good for them uh, like I I I I get it you know she uh. It's a serial killer, serial killer. It's like Dexter, except with like, uh, I'm a living God and I'm going to recreate the whole world in my image, a new world, and I'll be the God of it. You know, it's it, she's, it, you know, she's going to have to contend with that because uh, he, he'll never love her like he loves his uh, agenda. Which right. I, I think he's the type of guy to be, be like that. She did you... say she did say in the episode, I will do what I can to make you love me. Do you guys think Misa genuinely believes she can make Light fall in love with her? Or yeah, I mean, she, certainly. She meant that not literally. She's insane. 
yeah, yeah, because she's you know she's like a fangirl and she's obsessed with Kira. And now she just met Kira, so now she's like, "I love you so much, baby. I'll be your. Please make me your girlfriend." And he's all like, "I'm an incel. I hate fucking women." Nah, just playing. <laughs> be my girlfriend, but it's only gonna be fake before appearances, you know. Yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's a he's a vol cell. He's like the peak definition of a vol cell. What the fuck is a vol cell? It sounds like a <laughs> shitty like uh, no. offshoot of so like. So incel is involuntarily celibate. So a vol cell is somebody who chooses to be celibate. So like a monk, basically. I mean, a monk. Yeah, is but a vol cell. Internet, internet weirdos, though. All right. Like Riley's a vol cell. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I am an incel. <laughs> Are you like an incel in the sense like, God, I wish I can get pussy, but I can't right now? Or are you an incel like you believe in the I incel ideology and like stuff? Like the black pill ideology, you know? All, no, how, that's, like, not, that's how, not inherent to all incels. Come on. Do you think Western society is on a downfall? And because of sacrificing the cultural demographic of our nation, uh, women have become entitled whores that don't want to date with Aryan guys like you? Now that just sounds like he's a griper. <laughs> Which is a large fraction of the incel community. Women, oh, women don't want to date yeah. me because I'm ugly, and that's it. That's it. That's the only reason. You believe hey, that it's because of a eugenic, like, nature? Like, because you're mm. ge a genetically inferior male? <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. Moving on. If, so. Br if if Brittany Venti asked you to interview, asked to interview you on her show, would you like fucking spurg out and go, no e-girls, no e-girls at all? I would not. No, I would. I would happily be interviewed on Brittany Venti's show. <laughs> Do you respect women, Riley? <laughs> I don't respect anybody, regardless. What of do you gender. think? What do you think about consent? <laughs> I'm a fan. All right, base. <laughs> Average consent, enjoy. <laughs> but anyway, I have like a million jokes I want to make, but all of them are highly yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So light, light hugs Visa. Tells him, tells her that she can't be her boyfriend, but he can pretend to be, and uh, embraces her. And then he was we, like, we, you, will you will become my new weapon. You like, imagine. My new weapon. Which she's fine with. She's okay with being used. Says that specifically. Yeah, when, which is really kind of crazy. When my girlfriend asked me out, I should have I told her that. I'd be like, <laughs> you will I cannot become be my weapon. <laughs> you will become my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. So, yeah, we, I, the camera pans over to light face, and we see this, like, devilish grin i love this grin i need this screenshot it's so good mm -hmm. <laughs> that's and... um that's a very like uh popular frame from the manga it's like the same like the same exact frame is like uh the the, the uh, sorry the frame of him smiling while hugging misa is like directly taken from a manga panel where it's like the same exact scene so it's like definitely an iconic piece that they decided to preserve in the anime interpretation of the story. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's it for the episode. That is where we fade out. Um, so uh, does anybody have general final thoughts of the episode before me and Demi uh, take Mo for a ride here? <laughs>
wanna go for a ride. Um, final thoughts of the episode. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, like I said, it was kind of one of those, uh, it feels like it just went by super, super quick. But uh, I thought the pacing was really good. And, uh, you know, Misa, like, even though she's not my waifu, she was a little cute with the the black wig and glasses on so you know i'll give her points for that and and i see like how do you feel about the butt shot oh well i've seen like a million anime butt shots so you know it's sort of like par for the course nothing really you know nothing really much to speak of but um you know i i see where a lot of the goth girls i see why they love her so much because she had that black lacy, like, you know, I'm a goth girl, but I'm a fucking normie re uh, fucking outfit on. So I see where all of those pictures have come from now. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy that I never watched this show before up until now recently, you know, because like I, I would have like consumed all of this for like a long, long time. And Misa back in the day probably would have been my hashtag waifu for life. Uh, you know, like back when I was in my like late twenties and stuff. Cause I like, I liked blonde anime chicks back then. Things have changed. You yes. See, Misa, lots of have Misa is legitimately like my waifu now. Like Suguha Kirigaya from Sword Art Online has been dethroned. Misa Abade is the top tier waifu. And I will argue uh, with anybody, including it, especially Colo, about uh, whether their waifu is better. I, I think I have better waifus, but you wouldn't know them. You fucking hipster. We're going we're gonna to have to have a waifu. <laughs> if you a watch wa- Madoka Magica, we can talk about waifus. Actually, wait, fuck, they might be like 14. I, don't, I, I, don't I wonder if I could still... They're fucking anime girls, fuck you. I wonder if I could still get a stereo sub board for that, now that I'm talking to Colo again. That was like... We tried to set something up where me and Colo on Peg and Colo are bored. We did a waifu war, and we were going to do, like, the Peg and Colo finale, and as one of the bits, we were going to do a waifu war rematch, and I was actually going to get Asterios to judge the waifu war. But nice, nice. We just, could, we just couldn't work out the scheduling, but, you know, maybe someday. Very unfortunate. But anyways. But anyway, though, so... Uh, me and Demi. Uh, well, I found this. You and, uh... just tell the story. Just tell the story. I'll play it. I don't have anything to do with the story. Okay. You see, it's so uh, I discovered so some maybe uh, more recent work of the voice actor of Light Yagami in <laughs> Death Note. He was so... in an advertisement. <laughs> A little bit of an advertisement. So um, I I may or may not have been browsing some uh, inappropriate websites. Some inappropriate websites. <laughs> Oh dear God! <laughs> and uh, uh, prefacing one of the videos on said inappropriate website uh, was a very interesting ad, and uh, Demi Gloom's going to play this for us. First of all, Bo, tell me this is not the funniest ad that you've ever heard, and second of all, tell me this is not the voice actor of Light Yagami from Death Note. <laughs> all right, <laughs> go all ahead right. and play it, Demi. Before we take the site down. This, this magic sex dad. gun works especially well on younger women. Point your magic sex gun at your innocent-looking younger co-worker and bam! She's sucking your dick below the desk. <laughs> Point it at the cute young no French woman way. bagging your groceries and bam! She's letting you rail her behind the dumpster. And of course, <laughs> point it at any girl on a dating app site and well, you'll feel like you have a sex machine gun with all the women you're mowing down. 
This is Mo only yeah. if you go to magicsexgun.com. <laughs> Get a it right now. Gun? Magicsexgun.com. There's only so many magic sex guns available. Hint. It's a metaphor for something else. So you want to get in while the getting is good. Magicsexgun.com. <laughs> what the so, fuck did I actually just listen to? So Magic Sex Gun is like a self-help website that basically explains like to men how to become so sexually uh, attractive and what's the word? Um, Assertive? Charismatic. There we go. Like that any woman... Uh, will want to fuck you at any point, and the metaphor is a magic sex gun that you point at a woman. <laughs> I think that's really funny. My magic sex gun is a real gun that I point at a woman and tell her. I'm, ima- I'm imagining a, like a Death Note style anime, but instead of the Death Note, it's the magic sex gun. Dude, <laughs> instead of death, instead of Death Note, it should just be called the sex gun. <laughs> sex Note. <laughs> but like doesn't no but the whole point the whole reason we play this doesn't that sound just like light yagami it could very well be him that's actually (laughs) really funny (laughs) when i heard it i was like no way this has to be the guy is there any way to fact check it uh, I looked up the name of the voice actor and then Magic Sex Gun and found nothing. <laughs> no up, results. Then I looked up the name of the guy and then porn. And then me and Riley sat through like two minutes of porn. Oh, Jesus you Christ. You can't, can't prove that that happened. That's not real. Me and Riley, we both uh, ejaculated on call. Oh, God. Oh, disgusting. Don't even say, really, really Demi gross. Blue, time stamp that right now. Cut that out. Uh. If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna add more to the podcast. Oh, no. I'm gonna I'm just gonna take clips of you <laughs> saying like yes and then laughing and then I'm gonna be like, Riley, did you have sex with me? And you're gonna be like, yes. <laughs> the, you're, we already just did half the work. Now I'll just cut out the part where I said I'll insert clips, and then we just take that out of context. Fuck no. What do you wanna do, Riley? And I'm just going to take that clip where you said fuck and then put it in front of it. <laughs> no! This is why you don't let me edit your podcast. Yeah, that's why, that's why this is the last one you're editing. Jason's back on duty. Effective next week. I'm, I'm just kidding, Riley. You know I wouldn't do that. You know I would do that to create an MP3 file and play it on a call for you, but I wouldn't actually. <laughs> you wouldn't actually add your podcast. Out. Yeah. I'll, I'll just put like clips of Chris Hansen and be like, and did you know that she was 13? And Riley's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is like that fucking South Park episode with Chef when he finally comes back but dies in the next, uh, in the same episode. You're like, hey, Riley, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Hey, why don't we go home and make love? <laughs> I'm going to make love to you, Demi. <laughs> oh no. Uh, South Park isn't the sh- same without Chef. It's truly unfortunate. I, uh, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I, like it sucks that he's not there, but like it's still South Park to me. Right, I agree. I, I think it's it's hello a good there, show. Children. Well, hello there, children. Yeah, it it, it does suck because like a, a Chef was like an iconic character, and he left the show because they kept making fun of Scientology, and he was a Scientologist, and. He didn't like the 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 fact that 
he they were making fun of Christianity a whole lot, like a uh, because uh, his mom, like his real life yeah. mom, was like a you know like a real like God fearing woman, and he didn't like that either. So he didn't always like jive well with the uh, jokes that they made. I think um, the Church of Scientology also pressured him to not work with uh, Matt and Trey anymore because of because of their uh, hostility towards. Oh yeah, like when they they shit all over fucking Scientology. That was a fucking great episode. Yeah, and I, I, you know, like Matt and Trey were kind of like, oh, but it was just a joke. Like we didn't mean any ill will. It's like, come on, like y'all literally called them a cult. I mean, I mean, I agree, I agree with the sentiment, but you can't like cop out and be like, oh, it was just, it was just a joke. Well, they were just jokes, but they're also being like a little real, and they were like giving us fucking information. I mean. Like, you kind of want, like, people to let you know, hey, is there a fucking cult in your area or your city? Maybe you should know about these fucking, like, group of whack jobs, you know, that are, like, bilking fucking people out of, like, a lot of money. And it's like a religious fucking, a literal religious pyramid scheme. I used to be a member of a cult. It was called the Republican Party. Whoa. Oh, edgy political humor. You're all part of the cult. Real. It's I'm called the kidding. Riley Podcast yeah. Mega Feed. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I was in a cult, cult all along. It's called Trigger Warning. No, but really, like, I've made the cult comparison before because, like, so many of my, like, content creation friends started as fans of me and then I assimilated them into my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you recruited them. Demi Gloom is one of them. Uh, Colo was the case for. Uh, I've I did a video with Harry Otter on my YouTube channel, <laughs> so he's he's becoming victimized by it. There's no escape from the Riley content paradigm. Wasn't didn't Ian know all your content before you were friends? Uh, me and Ian met because we watched the same Twitch streamer. Oh, rest in peace, Ian. We don't know that he's dead. It's not true. We don't know that they're It's dead. not true. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have the game theory that Ian is trans. Who? Uh, Ayana. <laughs> I don't think that was the name. No, but you... No, Mo, you know Ian. There's no, like I, whole... I, I just... No, I just didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah. So, Ian, we, th- we think he's probably dead. But I did see, I don't know if this is always the case or if I just noticed it. The name on his, like, the, there was, there's still Google Drive files that he shared with me that are on my Google Drive. Mm-hmm. And the first name is not Ian. It's something else, and it's a female name. I don't want to say it just in case it's, like, a family member or something. Um, but the name changed to a female name. So that, there's still a game theory that Ian is alive and trans now. <laughs> Why is this so funny? He's uh, he's on the run. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, I'm alive and trans. Dun 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 dun. Plot twist. Impossible. It's been a while since I heard. It's been a while since I heard of somebody alive and trans. Oh, all right, all right, everyone. I did not read it. Really, only happens. Really, only happens fifty nine percent of the time. (laughs) Okay. Reddit, I did not make this joke. I don't support this joke. I am a hashtag ally to the transgender movement. 
join you know, the fifty-one percent. I I I, I I disavow Demi Gloom and I disavow Riley for like enabling and allowing this like blatant transphobia to to just run rampant on his alt right. So, but Mo, Demi is trans and she approves of me saying it, which means it's fine. Oh wait, is this kind of? You know what? I'm not going to make the joke, so I'm going to make said, it. We'll just go ahead and move on. I said, <laughs> Demi I said, join me. The Demi gave me the suicide statistic pass, very similar to the N word pass. Jesus Christ, we're all I going said, down so bad. I said, join the 59 percent, which is the 59 percent of trans people that don't <laughs> that kill themselves. Don't kill themselves. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I thought the, the big thing was 42%, right? 40, 41%. 41% is oh, okay. the, the how many All of them right. kill themselves. So 59% is the ones that don't. Goddamn. Including this me. Getting, this got dark real fucking quick. <laughs> Guys, I'm a, I'm a trans woman, and I was just sent to the mental hospital for suicidal ideation, okay? I feel like I have a right to make this joke. Yeah, like, because you got a laugh to keep from crying, right? And, and you give me the pass, right, Debbie Glue? I never gave you the pass. I feel like through. I feel like non-verbally, I've given you the pass. You know what I mean? Like just throughout yes. our conversations, we've gotten a little bit edgier, and like you cut, sort of, and you sort of crossed that line, and I never said anything, and like we we just ex- we just ex- we just accepted the fact that you're gonna t- say make the forty one percent jokes, and I'm gonna call you a fat fucking slob. Like that's just that's just how our relationship works. I mean, there was one time in a call where you literally like forced me to call you a T slur. Yeah, I put a I put a gun. You're like your head. I, you're like I know you want to do it. Just fucking do it. I didn't tell you to call me that. <laughs> yes, or no, I, I did, did. I did. I was like, Riley, you're an edgy guy. I know you want to say tranny. I know you. I know that's a word <laughs> that you want to say. And I was like, call me a tranny, Riley. Just do it. Just say you fucking tranny. I know the drive is in you. The masculine urge to say tranny. <laughs> the masculine <laughs> urge to call you a slur. <laughs> it's in you. I, I knew. I knew it was in you. You had the power all along. You Did Riley say the word? Da, da, we'll find out next da, da. episode. You got the power <laughs> to say tranny. Ooh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mo literally just said it. Wow. Yeah, I've said tranny like a billion fucking times. You know, shit. It's not going to stop now. Well, Did I you mean, say it on stopped. any forum websites by any chance? Oh, <laughs> constantly daily you know quite frankly it was kind of irresponsible i i took it too far you know every time that word has been said on 4chan it has been mo diggity (laughs) yes yes every time on like at the same time every time you heard that that was just me posting on multiple forums at the exact same time it's like i have like the death note power except for like you know except for saying slurs on 4chan yes slur note yes slur note Oh God, that's kind of a funny idea for a fucking skit. It's like let's have a note, but where we just like it just turns out it's if just I a write dude. your name in this note, it makes you say the N word. Oh God! <laughs> the whole and, reason like, the the trans suicide statistic is a thing is because Mo Diggity in his death note he just wrote forty one percent of trans people suicide. <laughs> And it only, I only started writing that one because, like, uh, the the other one where I just kept saying, despite being 13% of the population, that one never really caught on. Or it did. It just got, like, in touch with some really weird groups of people. And that weirded me out. So, anyway. Have you guys seen that meme where Thanos is like, I reduced the crime rate by 
fifty percent, and they're like, "At what cost?" And he says, "Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> percent." This is so fucked up. I apologize for everyone who's actually genuinely offended. Uh, by I apologize this. for anyone who's genuinely black and listens to this podcast. <laughs> What's your genuinely black? Mean? If you're if you're like a cisgendered, like blue-haired white lesbian, shut the fuck up about my racist jokes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you think. If a black person is actually offended, then I'll, I'll reevaluate the the morality of my jokes. But if you are a white female, then leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I realized today, like how white the the Riley Cinematic Universe is, and I was like, oh man, this probably doesn't make me look great. It doesn't matter. Just don't think about it. I I never <laughs> did. I just I just made it, put it together today. I'm like, wow, do I have? No, like, all of my collaborators are all white. Didn't you have a black guy on Largest Issue once? Uh, isn't... No, he's not. Never mind. He was like a black guy or Indian guy. Or, like, he was definitely not white. I remember specifically you had, like, one non-white person on Largest Issue. <laughs> specifically one. Just that one person. <laughs> You know, maybe we shouldn't, like, apologize for the jokes, and maybe we should, like, look inward a little bit deeper, since uh, it seems that we have, like, numbers of, like, white and non-white people that we associate with that have, like, worked with us in the past. No, it's not like I've sat here for years and pondered this. I just now, I happened to think about it. I was just, like, sitting alone with my own thoughts, and I was like, wow, all of my podcast co-hosts are white. I think, um, wait, who is that? I, I think Anaru is not, Anaru might not be white. He's the you one played, exception. You played Smash Bros, or not Smash Bros, that, uh, Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, 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 but that was Black Kevin Day. on the Smash video. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, yeah. He oh, was not. You, you put that on YouTube? Yeah. I was in the fucking chat the whole time. So I didn't know that's in the YouTube. chat? Yeah, I was watching that live. We didn't live. stream that live. What are you talking well, about? You played, you played Nickelodeon with a black guy live. Oh, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, that was just some guy who found me, and then I let him in a party chat. And we played Nick All Stars Brawl. See, you do work with black people. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna be uploading that stream archive to YouTube soon. I never did, so there you go. That's your example, folks. <laughs> awesome. Anyway. So it's time for our three questions about this Death Note episode. Favorite character? Demi Gloom? Obviously Misa. Okay. Fair. Fair. Uh, what about you, Mo? Uh, I'm going to like this one. Who'd you give it to? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll, I'll, give, uh, I'll give it to Light for this one. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm glad Demi is here to give a different opinion because I actually am also going to give it to Light. Uh, I really liked Light this episode. Uh, he had some good character moments. I liked he 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 did his famous uh, troll routine uh, this time to Matsuda instead of Ryuk. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, and I liked the big evil grin at the ends. Uh. Light was just pretty pretty strong character this episode. He had some quick thinking he had to do on his toes. Uh, really good, really good. Good, good job, Light. <laughs> Favorite character in this episode. Uh, favorite scene? Well, besides the ass shot. That, that was just ineligible, because I would have to answer with that. 
and that would that, that would not be a. What good do you mean? That was my favorite. Too. That was my favorite scene. I have <laughs> I have to give it to that. I don't like any of the other scenes as much as I like that one. <laughs> Uh, but really, though, I would probably give it to uh, the scene, I guess, where Misa sees that light is Kira, because it's it's cool that, you know, it's like that big plot twist. It's like, oh, light has thought of everything except for the fucking bullshit wrench throwing that the Shinigami eyes are. And <laughs> Misa's like, oh, yeah, there he is. I, I liked that. I, I liked how that scene went. Uh, what about you, Mo? Uh, favorite scene. I'll go ahead and say the scene where. No, damn it. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, I'll I'll say the scene where uh, Misa uh, makes uh, makes light in the freaking crowd because it was just like this. It was sort of like. So you agree with me then? What? You agree with me then? What What do you mean? That that's the scene I just gave it to. So I said you just agree with me then. Oh, cool. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll be honest that you were talking and I just like zoned out completely. Not fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and give. I'll, I'll go ahead and give that scene because like the reason why I like it so much because it it was all this fucking planning and all this stress, and it was like all right. No way this bitch is going to find me out. Like, literally, like, ten seconds later. Oh, that's him. That's who the one that has the other death note. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention that Misa was just kind of talking to Rem in public. Yeah, like, this bitch loud. is cray. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, one of those few things that really bothers me in, like, a... Uh, in a... Uh, murder mystery or like a crime sort of uh, a show is whenever like a character will meet up with another character or they're talking on the phone or something, but it's in a public face and they're like, what do you mean? I buried the body of the mayor over in the freaking galleys. Oh, you know, like, and they're in a fucking coffee shop and like no one's batting an eye or looking at them or anything like that. I killed Ray Penber on the train. Yeah, like, dude, I, I fucking killed a bunch of people. What are you talking about? I'm fucking Kira. And, like, no one's fucking... Say, you know, I'm not saying that happened, but, you know, it's like an example. It's like, no one fucking says a thing. It, it just always, like, always hours me. What, Demi? I killed Paul Allen. <laughs> oh. Who's Paul Allen? Have you guys never seen American Psycho? Oh, no, it's been a long time since like, I've the seen scene- that. The scene where he like he calls his lawyer on the phone like towards the end and he like actually I'm not gonna spoil the entirety I'm not gonna spoil the end of American Psycho fuck you guys dude it's 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 like a who gives a shit okay spoilers for American Psycho in five four three two one go he uh, (laughs) he uh he like calls his lawyer and like confesses to all the murders that he did and he's like. He's like, I killed, I killed a lady. I killed maybe, maybe 30, 40 people. And he's like, oh yeah. And I killed Paul Allen with a, with an ax in his face. Paul and he like, Allen. He like, it's like the intense thing. Cause like the whole like movie, they're like, look, they're like interrogating him about Paul Allen and like trying to figure out information. They're interviewing all witnesses and not witnesses, like his friends and shit. And like, that's like the, like, you know, like the big confession. He's like, Paul Allen. I thought it was just funny of me to say that. I killed Paul Allen. With the type I, of crowd that I we killed John Lennon, it was me. I read Catcher in the Rye. 
with the type of crowd that we kind of cultivate, you probably would have done better if he said his name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> That's a Fight Club reference. I've never watched Fight Club. Oh I'm wow! A, I, I watched Fight Club. I watched two minutes of Fight Club in Lewis McLean's Discord server, and that's all of Fight Club I've seen. Yeah, the both. All right, so the both of you two need to watch Fight Club. That's another uh, uh, episode that we will do when you decide to do the movie review podcast, Riley. Like the, with the both. Yeah, I need, I need to do that soon. I like I, it a lot. I've only seen a uh, cartoon Fight Club. Cartoon Fight Club. Well, what the YouTube channel? Yeah. Yes. Cartoon Fight Club. <laughs> it's like it was like a death battle ripoff, basically. It was like better than Death Battle though. But it was no, like literally this is like the only I've never seen even a second of death of Death Note. No, I've I've seen plenty of Death Note. Death Battle. I, I had never seen a second of Fight Club until randomly like a day ago. I saw Toot and Lewis McClaim at a VC in Lewis's Discord server, and I joined, and they were in the middle of watching Fight Club, and I watched with them for like a minute and a half, and then they were like, have you ever seen this movie? And I was like, no. And they were like, you should probably watch it from the beginning, and I said, okay, and then I left the call. <laughs> so that was, that's my only exposure to Fight Club. That's very unfortunate. Is the scene where the guy is laughing as he gets the shit kicked out of him. Mo probably knows what I mean. He's he's seen Fight Club like a thousand times. He lives, breathes, and sleeps Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> don't say that the feds might be listening in. <laughs> every morning, every morning he wakes up and he watches Fight Club. If you if you guys times. watch that movie, you know like why that's such a joke. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we should be talking about this. There there are rules against this kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie, for giving me where can our Where can our listeners find you, Ryan? We're not done yet. So we uh, didn't do done. it out of 10. And we also oh, didn't fine. do your favorite scene. Uh, okay, my favorite scene was... um. Oh, we didn't do my favorite scene? I mean, we joked about it being the ass shot, but that's not an acceptable answer. Give us something that real. That is. My, my favorite scene is um uh Misa's butt, because it's pretty. And it was... It, was it a is very scene. pretty. It was a good. It was it was well animated. It, yeah, it was, wasn't even like it didn't even really look like much of a butt shot. Well, then again, I guess like the camera was like mostly on her legs, so I figured that everyone. So for the leg guys out there, you know they got some they got some cake and some legs, so and some thighs. I guess I never really noticed. So I wasn't really paying attention to her that much. I want. I'm not Seven out of ten. Me. Bye. Hey. Twitter.com slash Glim Seven out of ten. Faggot. Hey. God damn it. That's not getting bleeped or cut out in any capacity. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm making Jason edit this episode. Are you actually? No. <laughs> I was gonna say. Anyway, uh. A mo out of ten, go. I'll I'll give it a seven out of ten. It was it wasn't really that much of a a, a gigantic like there was some good reveals and all that, but it was it was a good solid uh, you know, seven out of ten with the seal of approval, I guess. 
I liked it. Nothing extraordinary, uh, at least by Death Note standards. Uh, it's very good. Uh, uh, last episode, I gave an 8.5. I kind of bumped it up half a point uh, because of the Shinigami lore, uh, which we don't really get interesting Shinigami roller in this one. So I guess it does not get that half a point, and thus it's an 8 out of 10 episode for me. And Ooh. that's and that's it. Demi's already plugged her shit, so we're gonna skip her. Uh, Mo, where what? No. You? <laughs> yeah, you, you reap what you sow. You receive what you earn. <laughs> you receive. <laughs> Mo, where can our listeners find you? Oh, okay. We're actually uh, doing all right. Uh, y'all can find. Oh me shit! At- hold on. Did you have anything you wanted to say in the bullshit side? I forgot we do that. Oh, in the bullshit. We already section? did the bullshit section. Okay, we already. No, let, let give Mo give Mo his floor. This is his this is his <laughs> rant soapbox. Let him let him roll. Oh, uh, nothing really. I mean, before I got on here, the Russians were shelling a fucking uh, uh a nuclear power plant in the Ukraine, and uh, uh, right right now, apparently, uh, Pootie Poo and Old Man Biden got on the horn with each other, and he was like, "Hey, could you please stop shelling a power nuclear power plant?" That's going to be bad for fucking everybody, and it's going to suck hard. They're like, okay, for you, I stop uh, shelling nuclear power plants. I am taking... <laughs> wow, that's a really good Vladimir Putin impression. But I am, but I am taking Ukraine, though. You could shove it. <laughs> I am Putin. Putin. That's actually very good. Yeah, Russian uh, accents. I'm I'm pretty decent at. I'll I'll give me that. Anyway, that's been Mo's Ukraine Corner, a new segment on the show. Mo's Ukrainian <laughs> Corner. <laughs> watching, watching, uh, you know, watching propaganda in real time. Everything's a mindfuck because nothing is really true, and probably everything's a lie, but uh, a lot of truth, and it really is kind of a mindfuck. And it, you know, I've been staying up since like four o'clock every morning, since every day, every night, because of this fucking shit. Because I'm like, it, it's my it's my new Jerry Springer trash TV, but it's actually like, it, unlike Jerry Springer, this could negatively impact my life in some capacity. Because, uh, you know, a nuclear war will really ruin your shopping day. I mean, true. yeah. Because uh, I've been watching, I've been watching a time, you know, time-lapse uh, map of every nuclear explosion since 1945 videos uh what nuclear war will look like a simulation i've been watching a shitload of world war three simulations and uh <clears throat> basically everyone gets involved except south america and that was my uh bug out place up until i started seeing the nukes fly with the uh simulations that only showed just russia and just the usa and this will make you fucking lose sleep at night with just these two nuclear uh powers going head to head it irradiates the entire fucking world most people fucking die uh and then uh, most people die immediately because of that and then a whole fuck of a lot more die during the nuclear winter which could take months or years and it's so bad and so like a uh, catastrophic that 
scientists don't don't even bother trying to put like a quantifiable number on the amount of casualties uh from the fallout and nuclear winter well mostly the nuclear winter because it's just it could be like just so fucking much you know so we we have that going the the only thing I didn't really understand is like how they just said that it's not like after the nuclear winter and fallout from the bombs, how they can still say there's like billions of survivors. Like, cause I, I know that fallout is fiction and I don't think that there is, I don't think the government's ever going to let us know if there are like quote unquote fallout shelters for the general population. So what the fuck are we going to well, do? They're not for the general population. No, they're, they're not. not that means know. once again, that's another point of the, in, in the uh, category of the government doesn't give a fuck about you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. Like, I don't really have anything to rant about. Like I, I'm kind of like, I guess I'll say like, I walk, I'll, I'll walk back some of my more extreme fucking opinions and, because they were just out of anger and walk now that shame walk of no, shame no 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 I'm not doing a walk shame. of shame I'll just say all right maybe I shouldn't say maybe I shouldn't say fuck Ukraine and fuck Russia because you know the Ukrainians aren't the ones shelling fucking uh, nuclear power plants after all even though they're not the quirky plucky rebels fighting the evil empire you know there's another there's one thing i'm really getting fucking tired of immediately the uh the putler the putin plus hitler equals putler fucking stupid meme that's going on on twitter and the the usage of uh star wars and harry potter like i saw the cringiest fucking anti putin picture today where it was basically uh putin superimposed onto uh fucking uh uh Voldemort and it's the fucking gayest cringiest shit I've ever seen so I, I tweeted out listen if you use pop refer pop culture references in your political opinions to get your point across you no longer get to sit at the adult table <laughs> well it's almost like a guy who like runs a country in like a dictator sort of way um and then you know uh, mobilizes his troops to invade a country that isn't his and take it over. Uh, might be very similar to another man from history, uh, who we all no. That's know. no. It's I'm sorry, but it's fucking not. There are no death camps. There are. There's not a a a, a global alliance between. Not, you know, a, like, so Hitler, a, Hitler did more bad things than the Holocaust, Mo. Somebody yeah, listen, listen, listen well, you, you, interrupted me. you interrupted me before. All right, I moderator Demi Gloom, moderator yeah, Demi Gloom. But Mo, you interrupted Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, there, there are no death camps. There's no like axis of evil and like axis of allies or whatever, like a, a American coalition or, or something like that. There's, there's nothing even like com comparable to World War Two. Like I'm, I'm so fucking tired of everyone using World War II as the base point for every war. The war in Iraq, that's like World War II. The war in Afghanistan, well, that's like World War II. World War II. Like, shut the fuck up. Stop fucking comparing 
everything to World War II. It's not fucking even close to the same. I mean, there's like so many things. Like, I'll just say the one thing that's really like uh, the big difference, okay? Hitler's army, the Axis of Evil's armies and stuff. Guess what? They were fucking competent. And so were fucking Russia's army back oh, in the Jesus. World War II days. If you look at their fucking shit right now, Russia's fucking stupid. And they've made blunt, like, dude, like this war, the way that the re the, the way that has gone so far, if, if for some reason or another, Russia does botch this fucking invasion, like there's a good chance that they could. This is going to go down as like a gigantic black eye and the biggest embarrassment. Like uh, Putin's reputation as a world leader and Russia's reputation as a superpower is on the line here. And every day it feels like the Russians sort of realize they might have bitten off more than they can chew. And this could be a gigantic mistake. And I don't see I don't see Putin remaining in power if uh they really botch this uh invasion that's what i think anyway so i hope no, putin doesn't say in fucking power god well of course i don't want him to say in fucking power oh it's, there's there's Can we just gonna start be like a ukraine podcast <laughs> no ukraine god no i don't yes. god, i don't no. have to sit here i'm i have to leave dude like i got shit to do oh well all right like, just say that well I'll, I'll shut up then all right yeah, that's 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 all I have to say about <laughs> I, that. I just want to point out that this uh, this whole tirade mode just went on was preference was pre prefaced rather with I don't really have anything to rant about. Well, no, <laughs> I, I I was going to shut up. I was going to shut up after the fucking stupid Putin uh, Voldemort uh, comparison, and then you went on and started talking about fucking World War Two and how it's like that, and that got me off on that rant. So I'll shut up now. Yeah, uh, Putin is Hitler. Ah, uh, fuck you. Death Note is <sighs> the best anime of all time. Good night, everybody. Yeah, twitter.com forward slash modesidegaming42. Check out my pinned tweet and all my shit in it. Anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. There's podcasts on there and links in the description to everything else. Bye. I, th I thought Demi was going to add something, which is why the awkward oh. silence. <laughs> okay, well, well, she's editing this, so it's really her problem at this point. Fair. Um, <laughs> good night, good night. Bye.